On their return, the apostles told Jesus all they had done. He took them with him and withdrew privately to a city called Bethsaida. When the crowds found out about it, they followed him. And he welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed to be cured. The day was drawing to a close, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the crowd away, so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside to lodge and get provisions, for we are here in a deserted place. I'm Allison. I'm Rob. And, and we, we are Christ Haunted. Let us pray. God, we thank you for all the ways in which you teach us, especially by guiding us on the intricate path that you lay before us. We thank you for protecting us as we walked some very winding ways this summer, and we thank you for bringing us back to our friendship and to our beautiful pod community. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Rob, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. Not at midnight in oh Cincinnati. Gosh. I know. No, it was, I think it was 1.30 a.m. by the time I saw you. I think you're right. Yeah, customs took a little longer than all of us expected. Yeah, listeners, if you ever fly Wow Airlines, one of the airlines out of Iceland into Cincinnati, just be prepared <laughs> for it to take two hours to get through customs. Like, I've, I fly into JFK, LaGuardia from international flights. It is nothing compared to Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky. Mm. It was absurd. Yeah. Hence, we're drinking. Hence. What are we drinking, Rob? What are we drinking, Allison? We're drinking gin and tonics, but yeah, not... Yeah, that's not surprising. But not the colonizer's gin and tonic this no. time. No. Heavens, no. <laughs> Whose gin no. are we drinking? We're drinking the rebel's gin. Um, yes. The Irish revolutionaries, if you will. So I, part of my summer that we'll talk about was I went to Ireland for two weeks and the far southwestern tip of Ireland is the Dingle Peninsula. (laughs) Why is that funny? Don't laugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being super serious like Rick Steves right right now. No, it's the Dingle Peninsula. Dingle, stop. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's not. You're right. It's not funny. Not even a little bit. The Dingle Peninsula. (laughs) He's having a really hard time. Um, But it's this gorgeous, fairly sparsely populated, um, the landscapes are just breathtaking, surrounded, of course, by ocean, um, beautiful rolling hills, and it's part of the the Gwaeltacht, so part of the Irish-speaking part of Ireland, where the British didn't quite colonize in the same way that um, the rest of Ireland was colonized by the British. So there's this... I, I'm trying to talk about it without saying dingle, because <laughs> you can't handle it. I'm just doing but, my duty. <laughs> your duty. My duty. To laugh. To laugh, um, that's right. So there is a distillery there called the Dingle Distillery. Now I'm now you're the one laughing. It's not yeah, funny. right. It's not funny. But um, they they're known for their single pot. St- I don't know. Still whiskey. They've got amazing whiskey. They're mm. a new distillery, but they also have gin, and it is the most popular gin in Ireland right now. It's, they they cannot make enough of it to meet the demand. So it's pretty cool. It's the most popular gin in my mouth right now. That's for sure. It's so good. So I'm going to hand the bottle over to you if you (laughs) want to try not to laugh. Oh, yeah. But you can read a little bit about where it's from. Also, all the botanicals that are in this. I want to just read the botanicals because that's when I... um, They're beautiful. When I first saw this, it's beautiful. So some of the stuff, it's all locally grown and harvested botanicals. In Dingle. In Dingle. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm, I'm an adult, I swear. Uh, but it has rowanberry, juniper, uh, fuchsia, bog myrtle, heather, chervil, 
Hawthorne, so Angelica, Coriander. I mean, it's really... It's divine. Yeah, it's some of the most... Um, it's floral without being potpourri, which is yeah. always that line that or like, good gin... It doesn't taste like perfume, but right. you're like, oh my gosh, that's It's definitely flowers. not ode to old lady, right. <laughs> yeah, and we don't have... We have fever tree tonic right now, but mm. what they do in Ireland, like the dingle gin gin yeah. and tonic is fever tree elderflower tonic oh and then they'll put in actual juniper berries it's it is a gorgeous so that's amazing gorgeous drink yeah so go to ireland go to the dingle peninsula and get a dingle gin and tonic with elderflower tonic water from fever tree i highly recommend it so good so cheers good. cheers So, listeners, you may be wondering where we have been for so long. Uh, our last we pod... are not in our pattern of <laughs> pod dropping. Our the last... pods have not been dropping. <laughs> no, they've been they've been more floating. Um, but in the our... ether, we've been thinking about him. <laughs> yes, deep deep thought. I say so much so that I listened to an audiobook of the entire New Testament last week. I, I didn't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I sure didn't, listeners. Some I of sure us are didn't. nerds and some of us aren't. <laughs> I'm watching HBO Go. <laughs> it is my summertime. I will not read the Bible. <laughs> hmm. I might get back to it. I'm home now. There we go. Uh, but our last pod did drop on, on, June's, on July 2nd, excuse me, mm-hmm. and it is August much later than July 2nd. It's August 10th, so the I 10th think. Today, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we wanted to get back to you with a little update on our impromptu six-week summer vacation before we got back to full potting. So, uh, Allison, we're going to do this chronologically. So Allison was gone first yes. on a, an adventure. And what was your first adventure this summer? My first adventure was going to the 79th General Convention of the Episcopal Church. 79. Which was in Austin, Texas. And for listeners who are Episcopalian, and for those who aren't, you you may or may not know what the General Convention is. So I'll try to do this in the most interesting way possible. Um, <laughs> and keep it light, because it's a little wonky. But the Episcopal Church, when we were founded surrounding the American Revolution, and we separated ourselves from the Church of England because... If you're revolting against your colonial empirical powers, you're not going to stay part of the church Hmm. that is run by the king. Um, So the Episcopal Church created itself during that time period at the same time that our country was constituting itself. And, you know, by many of the same people, in fact, by many of the same people. And so, you know, the Constitutional Congress is deciding the three branches of our government and, you know, checks and balances and a bicameral legislature um, in Congress and our church leaders were deciding that we were also going to have a bicameral legislature, a house of bishops and a house of deputies. And deputies are clergy and lay people. Um, Today, there are 109... 110? 110, thank you. There are 110... 111 because we added one this... Oh, yeah, Cuba! Cuba, yeah. Cuba came into the Episcopal Church. So we have 111 dioceses, both within the United States of America and also... I guess now 15 other countries, 15 right? Other countries, because yeah. Cuba came in. Yeah. Um, is it La Diocesis de Cuba? I believe so. Is it La? I don't remember. I don't either. Anyway, My so... My Spanish is miserable. <laughs> my <laughs> Aramaic is getting much better. Well, good for you. Good for you. None of my languages are great right now. But, um, so we have 111 dioceses. Every diocese sends four clergy deputies and four lay deputies to what's called the General Convention, which is basically our 
meeting of Congress, mm-hmm. if you will. And all the bishops of the church, both currently serving in dioceses, assisting um, and also retired, are part of the House of Bishops. Um, the House of Bishops meets more frequently and they're kind of, they're more, they're not the senior house. I would be told that I was wrong were I to say that, but they're the house that meets more often. Um, they have House of Bishops gatherings mm-hmm. regularly throughout the year. Mm-hmm. The House of Deputies only meets in general convention, um, but they were constituted first because when our church founded itself, there were no bishops. Right. They were all over in England. And so it was the Scottish Episcopal Church that was the first church to come over and ordain priests and bishops in the American Episcopal Church. So they are the Scottish Episcopal Church is our mother church. Okay, how much more wonky should we get? I think... We can start walking back a little bit. I say, hmm. But in any case, all that to say, the Episcopal Church has general convention every three years. It's always that bicameral legislature, House of Bishops, House of Deputies, and it's both um, legislation and like huge worship services. It's a huge family reunion. It's kind of an Episcopal trade fair of everyone and anyone who does anything related to the Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I work for Episcopal Migration Ministries, which is the refugee resettlement agency of our church. And so we had a booth in the exhibit hall, met probably well over like a thousand, two thousand people. Um, it was wonderful. So if you came by the Episcopal Migration Ministries booth that we shared with the Office of Government Relations. Mm. I'm so grateful. I hope that you said hi to me. I'm sure we got a, we had a high five or a hug or something. Um, but yeah, that was my first big adventure. And it was also my first time at a general convention in the exhibit hall the whole time. I have been to four. I've been to four general conventions mm. now. Two as a deputy and two as staff. And this was the first time that I stayed in the exhibit hall the whole live long time. And I don't know that I loved it. But I love everybody that I met, and I had a really good time. Well, and you all had a special guest, Mad Priest. Oh, yeah. We can talk about Mad Priest Coffee. So Mad Priest Coffee is a company in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and they have a social justice mission as well as, you know, a business mission to sell good coffee. Um, Their social justice mission is to champion the displaced, and these are both internally displaced people, but also refugees the world over. And in Chattanooga, they hire refugees whom... Episcopal Migration Ministries resettles mm. um, through our local partner there called Bridge Refugee Services. So there's they're just an awesome company. Um, we got to meet one of the founder or the, the founder Michael Rice, but also Tariq Idris, whom we resettled, um, and he came to Austin and was amazing. And we got to do a podcast interview with them for my other podcast, which is called Hometown, and that's from EMM. So um, check out Mad Priest. They're getting ready to expand in Chattanooga. And um, if you go on their website, madpriestcoffee.com, you can buy some EMM blend. Yeah. Coffee, 10% of the sales go back to EMM and supporting the work that we do to welcome new Americans. So awesome. thanks for your support and shout out to Mad Priest. Awesome. Yeah. So Rob, you then, while I was in Austin, you went to Chicago? I went to a couple different places while you were in, <laughs> in your various locations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um I went to Chicago to celebrate a friend's 70th birthday, and Pierre is one of my dearest friends. I've known him since I was 16 years oh, old, so literally It's half just my really life. special to get invited to a 70th birthday party. It is, and, and particularly, Pierre is a very special person. He's, he was a church musician for his entire adult life, as far as I know, and I met him at choir camp, and so he's just one of these people that, um, that, that gathers the... Um, 
and you just always kind of feel better being around and he's got a, a million and one stories and so to get to celebrate his 70th birthday in chicago which is one of the best cities i love chicago yeah, it's um, a cool place. was just a really special time and particularly my dad is also my dad is, is best friends with Pierre basically and so to have my dad there and melissa and i both went we just had such a, a great celebration uh, and then I came back and immediately ran back to the university <laughs> and was welcoming freshmen oh to my, the university. Oh, my God. Have you already done, like, orientation We've done stuff? all our orientations, yeah. Oh, we, we haven't caught up way, in a such a long time. Wow. All the way through June and July, the university welcomes students for two-day orientations. And so awesome. I met thousands of students who are going to be coming to the university in the fall while they were trying to get themselves organized in our new quarter-billion-dollar student center. It's, it, it is nuts it is beautiful. if you haven't <laughs> seen nuts. it look it up it's the i think it, it was oh. a quarter of a billion dollars and you can see where every dollar of it went it's a beautiful space and i'm so glad it's open uh the students have been closed for three years so to have it back is nice yeah but but to just have all the students in and particularly um to meet the religious students and their parents um it 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 was a lot of fun especially um because the religious advising staff, which I'm on, which is all the religious groups on campus, we we get to yeah. just want to be like, I know it's your first baby going to college. Or when you meet the ones who it's their last kid and they've had like four or five kids go to college and they're like, yeah, I'm pretty used to this. And you're like, well, good, glad. <laughs> Why did you stop by? Oh, you still aren't sure Jesus lives on campus. Okay, well, I can assure you I'm here. But we have a good time. And one of my best conversations was actually with uh, a nice woman from upstate New York, like up by Massachusetts. And she was like, are there any Jews in Kentucky? <laughs> and I said, and you were like, let's have a conversation about yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, yes, ma'am. We actually have two Jewish student groups. We have uh, Hillel and have Chabad. And we have... I didn't know there was a Chabad. There is a Chabad in town. How many? Uh, they've got a number. That's great. Yeah, Rabbi Litvin's fun guy. That's awesome. Um, he's he's a weird cool. dude. Um, I like I like Rabbi Litvin. <laughs> And um, we also have two synagogues. We have a synagogue and a temple. We have a reform temple and a conservative synagogue. And you can just have fun. And so, you know, my job is typically devoted to Christians on campus. Right. But it was really nice to get to serve a broader community, too, because I'm the vice president of student of the religious advising staff. So I got to. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got elected that. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. It's, fun. it's a lot of clerical work. Yeah. But, um, that's way so cool. that was a lot of fun. And then while you were st- right, right when you got back, yeah, 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 I ran to a, um, music, art and social justice, religious camping experience out in the oh. woods. I was like, where are you going? Oh, I know exactly what yeah, you're yeah, talking yeah. about. <laughs> I went to a thing called Wild Goose. It's out in Hot Springs, North Carolina. Which is Western North Carolina. Western North, uh, hippie enclave. And it was amazing. You met people from literally all over the world, young adults up to people pushing their... And all of us were gathered together to support and uphold and uplift each other in our work of uh, justice, in our work of reconciling the world to God and Christ. And it was a great experience of just being in community in a way that we don't experience very often because even when we have mountaintop experiences typically they're um fleeting 
Mm, yeah. And you don't bring much back with you. It's a hard letdown, too. It's a hard letdown. But, yeah. uh, and I think a lot of people do experience that hard letdown from the goose, as they call it. <laughs> um, See, I'm going to laugh about that. You kept laughing about Dingle. About Dingle, like, you're going to keep laughing about the goose. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. It's um, the G. G's are funny. That's a funny letter. G is a funny sound. It is. It is. Goose. Goose. Dingle. dingle goose. Dingle goose. It's a dingle <laughs> we goose. We should call this the... episode Dingle Goose. I think we just found our episode. We though. might have. But anyway, back to um, but the back goose the was goose. amazing because it's four days. You're you're just you've set up a tent. You're living in the woods, or you can glamp. They call it glamping. You can stay in a cabin or these pre-made tents. But you know, I did things as diverse as going to talks on uh, social justice, talks about people's life experience. I went to a body positive Eucharist. Oh wow! Um, beer and hymns, which they have every night or two or three times a day, where you literally drink beer and sing these old standby <laughs> hymns. That's like amazing! It's so much fun, and <laughs> the it's, old rugged cross drink. <laughs> we did. We sang the old rugged cross wow. one night. We also I got a video of us singing uh, "Leaning on the Everlasting Arms," which is a song for we lo- don't sing. We don't sing, and I don't love for lots of very lots personal of reasons. Love. Yeah. But I finally came to terms with it, like, I could enjoy it, and I could drink along with it, and it could be okay. That's so good. I was, yeah. That's, that's right. a new so level. There was a lot that's of redemption. Some next level shit. <laughs> it was some next level shit. It was a lot of redemption. So, um, so I crammed all of that into, like, three weeks while you were at convention. Jeez. And then you went and did a lot of fun stuff. Oh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> like Colorado, oh, yeah. you start. I, I say you ran to Colorado first. So first, I went to Colorado because I'm an Irish dance teacher, and every summer there is an intensive for our most advanced students to learn their new material, their new. And you've repertoire. got some good advanced students, yeah. Thank you. Well, we're 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 working on it. They're great. They're great. Um, they learn their new repertoire, mm. if you will. Mm. So we went out to Colorado, and it was honestly mostly 18 year olds and up. Um, we had two 18 year olds, and then. Um, some other adults who are dancers, and then two two kids who were yeah. 11, turned 11 and 12 on the trip, and they were rock stars. Um, and listeners, you've probably heard Rob and I talk about our, our past and how we've been friends for years, mm-hmm. but part of what Rob and I did in our early 20s was run summer camps. Yep. So we were interfacing with a lot of kids between the ages of 9 and 12, really, and I love that age group, and I love my dance students, and it just allows me to stay connected to that part of me that yep. loves being with young people really really young people not college age young i say people. not my young college people, age young. is a lot harder and i don't want to deal with it and thank <laughs> god that people like rob exist um because i was a mess as a college kid but um we all yeah, were we all were but yeah but colorado was really fun but yeah. i was sick the whole time and i then i was sick basically until like two days ago <laughs> so i'm better now and you were sick for your big trip to ireland yeah yeah ireland yeah. for two weeks and i went there to hang out with my mom because my mom and I do mother daughter trips now, and they're fun. They're fun. So I drove. We rented a car for the whole first week. I drove like a pro on the left side of the road with the driver's seat on the right side. You didn't just drive. You parallel. I parked. parallel parked <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> Like a badass, I will say. My cousin made fun of me on Facebook, and he was like, "You could you could park a, a jumbo jet in there." And I was like, "Go away, cousin." <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was really fun, and we had a great time. And then my second, the second week, I was at a dance workshop for myself. Yeah. In a style of dance called Shandos, which is the old style of Irish dancing. So it was really fun, and I love spending time with my mom. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Well, thanks for 
coming with us on this journey through our summer, y'all. Yeah, and y'all check out some Dingle Gin. Check out the Dingle Gin, yeah. We both said that without laughing. Let it be noted. Let it be noted. Let it be noted. All right, listeners. So we we're calling this, I guess, season one point five because we took such a lengthy break <laughs> after the first few episodes without telling you that we were going to, because we really didn't know that we were. But um, we're going to get back into the swing of it. We're still doing the we're walking through the New Testament in the chronological order in which scholars think it might have been written, mm. specifically Marcus Borg. So we're going to get back to that. So Rob, what's up on the docket? In addition to Marcus Borg. So, we are going to get back to our big pods, which of course are the uh, the ones about the books of the New Testament. we got to finish up 1 Corinthians, first we know that. Alright, so our next big pod that will drop will be 1 Corinthians chapters 15 and 16, so you can be reading and preparing for that. Um, and then we will move to something. But we'll decide that when we get to First Corinthians, because there's oh, some yeah, scholarly yeah, debate. Yeah, yeah. There's debate, so we have to figure out what Maybe our. Maybe we'll just have be. a like a pod where we drink and then we talk about the debate. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be fun. Okay, we can and do that. I say, we and debate. we can do that. <laughs> On we our can. short pod. Um, cool. So we also would like to put out some short pods for you guys that will maybe go a little deeper in depth on General Convention and the things that happened there or like the weirdness that was Wild Goose because I'm still working on that. It's been a month and I'm still working on that. And um, I really want to know more about what it is you're working on. So I'm, I'm yeah, excited we'll get to that conversation. Me too. Because I haven't, I, I have been running so much, I haven't thought about it. So I'm looking forward to having some time to think about it. Yeah. And then we're also going to do uh, some special pods. So those of you who are local in Lexington, we're looking at maybe having a meetup and doing a special pod that might involve drinking and Bible stories. So, so like, like drunk history. Like drunk history. But, but drunk Bible. Drunk Bible. <laughs> so uh, get yourselves excited. And uh, keep your eyes open for the meetup information. So it's basically a live show. We're f- basically doing we'll our do first a live, live show. show. We'll do a live show. But everybody's part of the show. Yeah, because we're, partici- we're, we're millennials. We're participatory. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're and, the oldest millennials there are. But yes. Oh, my God. Uh, and I just keep getting older. It's beautiful. It's lovely. Um, but, yeah, so Fine that's wine. kind of what we've got coming up for you. So keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. Uh, and... We're just grateful that you've come along for this ride. And tell us if you listen to the pod, because we think there are a lot of Russian bots listening to the pod. We don't know if it's actual people. Just on SoundCloud. On if SoundCloud. you're on SoundCloud and you're a Russian bot, you can leave us alone. But if you're a real person, keep coming back. Yeah, and we want to know who you are. Let us know. So again, thanks for listening. And if you are not a Russian bot, because we know Putin really doesn't care about the New Testament, obviously. Um, <laughs> if you are a real person on SoundCloud or on Apple or wherever you hear a pod, please reach out to us uh, at podcast at christ-haunted.com. Again, podcast at christ-haunted.com. And you can send questions, comments, prayers. Just let us know you exist. Or you can uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Be Christ Haunted. Again, that's at Be Christ Haunted. Music is John Stockton's Slow Drag by Chris Zabriskie. Thanks for listening to this silly pod. (laughs) I'm Allison. I'm Rob. And And we we are Christ Christ Haunted. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, 
I am with you always to the end of the age.